you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show. Hope you had a good weekend. Hope you're having a good day wherever you're listening from. Remember that this is the day that the Lord has made. You should rejoice and be glad in it. Everyone had a great weekend. The Lord moved at church. The you know had a had some a great meeting for some events at church. Uh, the weekend had to work. And uh, I was planning on doing some uh, some backup episodes and um, and all that good stuff. You know, I had all kind of stuff planned, but uh, you know how it is. Sometimes life changes your plans, but that's okay. That's why you're supposed to live day by day. You should not live, you know, you know, plan out your life. Look, I'm not I'm not against planning out your life. Good look. Hey, one day I'm hoping that this podcast is super duper huge. And that we could, uh, you know, I could do this full time. That, that's a plan, but it's what God plans. If, if God planned for something else, hey, you got to submit to that. Well, Isaac, you, you don't sound like you're free. Oh, I'm free. I'm free indeed. I just, I just let my Lord and King make my decisions. See, a lot of people stretch out. Oh, I can't buy my mom. Okay. What's going to happen in this world? Hey, you know, hey, I got King Jesus. He makes the, he makes the decisions for me. But anyway. Great weekend. Uh, hope you had a great weekend. And um, I'm just I'm excited that uh, I get to spend a little bit of time with you. And I uh, hope your week is is great. I hope this is the greatest week or one of the greatest weeks ever in your life. Just remember, if you can, hit the subscribe button and the follow button, depending on the platform you are listening on. I have a super duper exciting announcement coming up at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. And we're going to... Um, we got some great things going on here at BGS Media. All right. So this past weekend was the South Carolina primary. And prior to this, Nikki Haley had lost three states and they were in dramatic fashion. And what I mean by dramatic fashion, I'm talking about the poll numbers in New Hampshire, where she had help. And a lot of people say, well, hold on, this is a Republican primary. How dare you say we're Democrats? Hold on. Before the deadline, the Nikki Haley camp was asking Democrats to switch over to Republican, and they could do that. We do this in Louisiana, okay? Louisiana has a closed presidential primary. We're working towards having closed primaries where it's just Republicans uh, making the decision, and even that, they, the last legislation, it didn't, it didn't do. They, they got what they could get, the, the conservatives. And it was Senate and House representatives. And it was at the federal level, it's semi-closed primary. What I mean by that is, is if you're a Republican or a no party, you can vote in, in a primary, in a Republican primary, and the same thing with the Democrats. If you're a Democrat and a no party, and a de- you can vote for a Democrat. You can go, go do the primary system. But in the presidential race, it's a closed primary. It's just Republicans. Republicans are the only ones that can vote. Unless you register before the deadline which i think is like two months before you can switch your party then right the day right after after you vote you know you go and vote for a, a, the republican or the democrat like me if i see somebody that i like that's a democrat but i can't vote for them i can go switch over to democrat and the next day go right back to republican that is a that is an option you have, and that's what the Nikki Haley camp was pushing in a lot of these primaries. I think it was Iowa in a caucus where you could change at the the caucus. You could say, "Oh, I don't want to be a Democrat anymore. I want to be a Republican," and they let you vote in the Republican caucus. Now there were some that were saying, "Well, that that was not happening," and it was happening. They had they they, they were doing it, and South Carolina was a straight closed primary, but you could change your 
affiliation. Now, there was some saying that she was the last minute telling Democrats to come on, vote Republican. If it was past the deadline, you could not change. But by far, this is probably the the most... This is the most Republican primary you can have, or the closed primary where only Republicans are voicing their opinion. And Saturday night, results started coming in. I had forgotten about it. I was hanging out with some friends, and my phone started buzzing. At 7 o'clock our time, the polls closed. And now all the polls showing up to this show that Haley was losing her home state. Because remember, she was the governor of South Carolina. She's from South Carolina. This right here should have been the one that said, look, I firmly believe that this state would show if she had a chance to be the president of the United States at this time. And all the polls leading up to the South Carolina primary had Donald Trump up between 20 and 30%. Now the polls have been consistent. Do I still trust polls? No, I'm just saying they, they have been consistent. Donald Trump has been win winning almost every presidential primary about 20, 30%, give or take. And that is percentage points. And well, going, going, going forward, Donald Trump was called the winner of the South Carolina primary right after the polls closed. The initial numbers that came in, according to the Daily Wire, Trump was winning at 41%. 41%. I, and look, I had, I had someone ask me that. How can they call a primary right when it closed? Well, when you see... Majority of the time, the initial numbers come back and they that they're that high of a margin. You can kind of figure out that, yeah, it, it, it's done. It's done. It, it, especially if they get it from one area at the beginning and it's like, oh, uh, this does not look good for Nikki Haley. We have to call this for Donald Trump. Donald Trump, with 99% of the vote that came in, and it's still showing. I, I just went, look. On the New York Times, 99% of the vote is in. And Nikki Haley lost the state right now almost by 20 percentage votes. That is a landslide victory for Donald Trump. This is impressive. Why is it impressive? Now, a lot of people say, well, Isaac, it ain't that impressive. We knew what was going to happen. No, it is impressive because Nikki Haley is still planning to fight. She went speak out and she, after her blowout laws, this is according to the Daily Wire in South Carolina, I'm not giving up the fight. Former UN ambassador Nikki Haley declared that she is staying in the Republican presidential primary after getting torched in her home state of South Carolina with 99% of the vote counted in South Carolina as of early Sunday morning. And this, uh, the time of this recording is Monday morning, uh, February 22nd, uh, 26, correction. <laughs> I misspoke. That's okay. Our president do it all the time and you forgive him. Uh, um, but Monday morning, same thing. Cause I went, look, uh, 59.8 to 39.5 Haley over Haley, making it the fourth state in a row that he has won. Uh, Nikki Haley made some statements on, uh, on the, uh, with that speech. It seems like our country is falling apart, but here's the thing. America will come apart if we make the wrong choices. I'm going to stop right there because basic, okay, the, the, almost 60% of your home state say they want Donald Trump. 
almost 60%. If you round it off, 60% of your state. So you're telling me, Nikki Haley, the people that voted you into office. Remember, she was the governor of South Carolina and a very popular governor of South Carolina. You're telling me that 60% of the people in your state or the Republican Party in your state made a wrong choice that voted you in? No, you didn't like the outcome of the primary. You didn't like the outcome that you lost, that you thought you had a chance in South Carolina, which I would look. It's embarrassing. Okay? It's embarrassing to lose an election, but in a national election where you come from a home state, you lose. And I would have said the same thing about Vivek. I would have said the same thing about Ron DeSantis. It's an embarrassment to lose your home state in any election. And look, I watched the speech. You could tell she was embarrassed. She was smiling her 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 her, her fake smile, I guess you could say. And she was telling people that she's still in the fight, but she knows she lost this thing. But she says America will come apart if we make the wrong choices. So you're telling me that majority Republicans, uh, right or wrong, it don't matter. They voted Donald Trump as the nominee or the, the, the primary. They, they're giving most of the delegates. If America, if we make the wrong choices, she continues. This has never been about me or my political future. Uh, it, it should. You think you could do the best? You think you could do the better job? Donald Trump think he Donald Trump thinks he could do the better job, and he has proven he had done the better job from his when he was the president of the United States. It is about you, Nikki, because you think that you are the head that that you could go ahead and you could you could run the country better than the two men that are running. And my political future. Uh, yeah, you want to be president. We need to beat Joe Biden in the, the November. Haley told a group of supporters after the primary results was announced. I don't believe Donald Trump can beat Joe Biden. Nearly every day, Trump drives people away, including with his comments just yesterday. Today in South Carolina, we're getting around 40% of the vote. And that's about what we got in New Hampshire, too. See, she didn't mention Iowa. Iowa, she, she was worse. Ron DeSantis took, took second place. She don't want to mention Iowa. I want to address something, though. She says she don't believe Donald Trump can beat Joe Biden. COVID-19 played a big role in the 2020 election. It did. People were at home and also, like Pennsylvania, waiting 10 days. And after the election, you could still send in your vote. If it was poll, And that was the only, that was the only uh, standard you had. It, was, it had to be post-dated by November, whatever the election was. Well, somebody sitting at their house, they could put that post, whatever. It was, it was, there was all kind of stuff. Okay. But 2020 played a big role in that election. There was a lot of other things that played a big role in that election. If we go, if you, like I said, I don't trust polls because we got burnt so many times as the Republican party trusting in polls. We need to do our job. That, that's basically what I'm saying. Donald Trump in most polls are beating Joe Biden. Now, are they the wider margins as Nikki Haley? No, but I have a I have a a gut feeling that a lot of these polls are inflated for Nikki Haley. And there's a lot of never Trumpers that swallow their pride and say, look, we're gonna vote for Trump if Nikki Haley's not running. Or if you have that third option, they can they could they can vote for it. But she says she don't believe Donald Trump could beat 
Joe Biden. I think anybody can be Joe Biden right now. See, people, people that were for Nikki Haley or, or the Never Trumpers, they would say, well, the polls show Nikki Haley winning and Donald Trump losing. They can't say that now. The polls that have come out lately are showing that Donald Trump is beating Joe Biden, even in liberal polls. Donald Trump is holding a five-point average. So for Nikki Haley to come out and say, I don't think Donald Trump can beat Joe Biden, it's kind of a, a bad statement. In my humble opinion. And it also goes to the point, she says she's holding about 40% of the vote. Okay, you you can, great. You, that's your average in New Hampshire, and you got blown out in Nevada. And uh, that's the thing. Nikki Haley lost 60%, uh, uh, it, was, it was almost 40 percentage point in Nevada. She got to a no-person candidate in, in uh, no, none of the candidates above. That's, that's how... The, the Nevada primary read out, and Donald Trump won the caucus hands down. Nikki Haley lost to no, lost to no one on the ballot at 60-something percentage points. That alone right there is embarrassing, but the losing your home state is more embarrassing in my opinion. I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Um... She's saying Donald Trump is driving people away. Who he's driving away? His base is out there voting for him. Who is he? Who is he? Who is he shooing off? The established Republicans that don't like him, that know they're going to lose their, their power, that are that 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 is being represented by the Nikki Haley camp right now. Donald Trump. Donald Trump said in an article I had that he ain't even worried about Nikki Haley no more. And look, I, I agree with that state. He shouldn't. But keep on, you know, keep going to the primaries, keep campaigning, but start focusing on Joe Biden. That's what Donald Trump needs to do. Uh, she said that early in the week, she would, no matter what happened in uh, South Carolina, I will continue to run for office. I'm a woman of my word. Haley later added, I'm not giving up the fight with the majority of Americans disapproving of both Donald Trump and Joe Biden. South South Carolina has spoken. We're the fourth state to do so in the next 10 days. Another 21 states and territories will speak. They have the right to the real choice, not a Soviet-style election with only one candidate. I have the duty to give them that choice. I'm going to stop right here because, and then I'm going to move on with some, some initial thoughts on this. Okay, I agree with her on the, the states having a choice. If she wants to stay in there and raise their money, hey, go ahead. And if the people want to give her money, go ahead. But what's going to happen after 21 states with, excuse me, half of the country doing their primaries? And I predict she's probably going to lose all 21 states. It depends on the state because there, there might be some more liberal Republicans in, in uh, more liberal states. We would have to see. But she made a statement right here. A Soviet-style election. It is not a Soviet-style election. It's a primary. Okay. Well, people have to have a choice. If you want to spend your money, go ahead, spend your money. I, I, I'm not going to, I can't stop nobody. But Nikki Haley calling our primary system or people saying she should drop out because they don't see a clear path for her to win is not a Soviet style election. It's just speaking reality. This is why Ron DeSantis dropped out after coming in second to Donald Trump in Iowa. He saw the numbers. He looked at the map. His campaign looked at it. And look, Ron DeSantis had some problems in his campaign. I'm not going to deny that. 
But Ron DeSantis was like, there's no path for victory for me. I'm going to step aside and I'm going to back Donald Trump. Vivek was the same way. When Vivek lost in New Hampshire badly, he said, you know what? I'm going to step aside. I'm going to back up Donald Trump. There's no clear victory path. Chris Christie, the most hated Republican probably in the country right now, except to, you know, liberal Republicans, looked at the map and said, there's no clear victory for me to win. Now, he did not endorse Donald Trump and he did not endorse Joe Biden. But I would like to ask Chris Christie who he voted for if that if they ever had that opportunity after the election. But Chris Christie even saw the numbers. Nikki Haley put all her eggs in South Carolina. She thought if I win South Carolina, I'm going to have a shot. But she lost an embarrassment. It lost in an embarrassment fashion. She, that is embarrassing. Look, I don't care who you are. You lost your home state. You lost just, you didn't lose by 1.2 point. Now, look, I can understand if it was 1.2 point or it was a close election where we could not call it. I would have been like, mm, yeah, okay, she didn't win, but she only lost by a couple of, she lost by 20 percentage points. That is a landslide. The writing's on the wall. She will not be the president of the United States. Don't I don't know if that's in the back of her mind that if Donald Trump goes to go to goes to trial and he goes to jail, excuse me, that she would be the nominee because people ain't gonna vote for Donald Trump. I, I'm gonna be at this point. At this point, if Donald Trump goes to jail, he can still run for president. He can't vote for himself, but he can still run for president. Nothing in the Constitution forbids him from doing that. That's why they're they're riding on this 14th Amendment clause. Donald, Donald Trump could be in jail and still run for president. And you know what? People will still vote for him. That's that that's just the bottom line. But Nikki Haley even having this, this thought that she's gonna be the nominee if Donald Trump's in jail. The only way they, they do that, the only way she becomes the uh, the nominee is if Donald Trump would go to jail. And the Republican Party. Or the, 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 uh, the, well, yeah, the Republican Party, the National Republican uh, Committee would go ahead and say, we're stripping uh, Donald Trump of being a Republican. That's, that's really the only way I see Nikki Haley getting in there. And I, I don't think there's a way to get her out, get, to, to go around that. Nikki Haley lost badly in her home state. And look, that, that's the story. Look, Donald Trump won in impressive fashion. But but Nikki Haley is, in my opinion, is delusional. She should step out. And I'm not saying this because I'm just a Donald Trump supporter. I'm just, I'm just seeing the writings on the wall. But there's still people out there that are delusional that are saying, hey, Nikki Haley still have a shot. She does not. And look, Super Tuesday is a week from tomorrow. And and uh, I believe I believe we're having I, I'm I'm gonna have to check my calendar. I thought we had something going on to where we we were probably gonna watch Super Tuesday, but the handwriting's on the wall. Nikki Haley should drop out. Nikki Haley should drop out and support Donald Trump. And like she said, the the object of this election is to beat Joe Biden, and if the Republican Party is not gonna stand up.
and unite with one another. To do that, guess what? Joe Biden's going to win another four years. Because all the all the stuff that Joe Biden has done, the border crisis, the, the, the fentanyl crisis, the... The high inflation, the, all this stuff, all the things that Don, uh, that Joe Biden has done. You notice the Repo- the Democrat Party is standing behind him. Even with the latest stuff, like 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 the like the impeachment stuff, they're still standing behind him. You, you he, this man refuses to to um to, to to do a Super Bowl interview, which is usually tradition for the president to do. He's not doing. He's not even showing up for liberal things. I'm not a liberal. Liberal media. Well, who give him softball answer or questions? He's not showing up. Why? Because he cannot defend his record. And with all that, the Democrat Party is still behind Joe Biden. They're still going to vote Joe Biden in as their nominee. Why? Because they are united, and in my opinion, to destroy the country. Or at least to push a, 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 so, uh, a socialistic agenda. They're united behind that. They they want that. But the Republican Party is so focused on, let's stop Donald Trump. Instead of stopping the real enemies of this country, the Democrat Party. That they're, 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 they're going to get this. Look, the Republican Party, they, they, have, they have a reputation. For, you know, snatching or jumping out of the claws of victory, I'd say, I think it is, into the claws of defeat. The Republican Party, it, it, they're good at messing up a sure win, in my opinion. But Nikki Haley, on, on that point, Nikki Haley should step out. I think it's over for her. I know we four states in, but an average, it's showing that 60% of Republicans want Donald Trump. Now we have to we have to ask the question too. What the other forty percent is going to do? We need that forty percent to vote with Donald Trump to beat Joe Biden, and that's the object that every conservative needs to look at. They, we need to beat Joe Biden come November. All right. With that being said, that will wrap up the show for today. But before I leave, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do something right here. I'm going to make an announcement. Um, as you know, I am a podcaster of another podcast called Brothers Just Searching. And, you know, I, I love podcasting. I love doing, you know, this stuff. I, I love hanging out with you guys. I love hanging out with my, my friends from Brothers Just Searching. And the announcement is that we have created another podcast here at BJS Media. My wife came up to me the other day and she uh, she said, Isaac, I feel we need to do a, a, a podcast together. Now, I, I always thought about that. I mean, it would be neat that me and my wife would do a podcast together and, and talk. And my wife has never really been interested in this until recently. And she felt the Lord tell her that, hey, it's time for you and your husband to do a podcast and to talk about marriage, talk about family, talk about parenthood, talk about ministry and, and stuff like that. So this Thursday will be the first episode that comes out. We kept it on the wraps uh, because we're trying to, we were trying it out. We're trying to see what's going on, but we, we made everything. Uh, it's available only on Spotify right now, but the first episode will be released on uh, Thursday. After Thursday, that's when I can start putting it out to Apple, Google, Spotify, and probably on Friday, I'll, I'll see, I'll let you know if it's available for all them um, on all them, uh, them platforms. 
Uh, I know for sure we're going to be on Amazon Music. We're going to be on Spotify. We're going to be on Apple. We're going to go on Google Podcasts. We're going to go on all the platforms we are on now. So uh, the podcast name will be No Longer Two. Uh, a spiritual reference. God said that what God is pointing, uh, you know, let a man leave his father and mother. This is in Genesis, Matthew, and in also Ephesians. Let a man leave his father and mother, cleave to his wife, and uh, them two shall be, be no longer two, but be one. And we are no longer two. We are one as a married couple. God, God put us together. He, nobody can separate us. We are one in marriage. So that's why it's called no longer two. And me and my wife have already, we've recorded a couple of episodes. And we have uh, dove into a uh, great conversation, uh, you know, how to honor Christ in a marriage. What does it mean to be one? Our introduction episode just basically talks about what we believe in. And um, we're, we're having fun. We have other topics lined up. We're already planning on guests. We're planning on having some friends to talk about their marriage and, and all that good stuff. Uh, but God has opened the door for us to make another podcast. No longer two. You can go ahead and check it out. If you have Spotify, just type it in and subscribe and follow. The first episode will be released on Thursday of this week, which I think is the 29th. Um, so pray for us as we go on this new endeavor. Uh, episode one will be out Thursday and I hope you give a listen. It's also going to be on rumble and on YouTube. Um, those shows are already uploaded, but you can't watch them until Thursday and they will be released at the same time as the Cajun conservative. So if you're listening to the Cajun conservative, go check out the new podcast right after. If you can't get enough of your good looking host. With that being said, that will wrap up this show. Thank you as always for listening to the show. So until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember Jesus Christ is King. He's coming back, and he's coming back soon, so don't be afraid of heart. Jesus has overcome the world. If you know Jesus, your Lord and Savior, reach out to me at thecajunconservative5 at gmail.com, and I'll tell you how to make Jesus your Savior in heaven, your home. Go, uh, Please like, share, and subscribe again. We thank you. We pray that the Lord blesses you, and his face shines upon you. You have a good one.